0: So once again, we have the opportunity to come into a meditation period. As we become more experienced with meditation, uh, it, it becomes simpler rather than more complicated. And so even as we give more instructions and talk about new material and so forth, our actual practice uh, becomes simpler because we get better at remembering the basics. So I'll remind you of the basics as we begin today. So you might begin with a few deeper breaths. Just breathing in slightly deeper a few times. And letting the breath be normal again. Let's forget about the breath for a couple minutes. Just open your attention to the sounds you can hear. Just remembering how easy this is. It's a subtle shift of attention. So we're focusing on what we can hear We do this in the midst of everything else that's happening. We don't have to censor anything. We don't have to make the sounds vivid or anything. Just gently shifting our attention to this changing flow of sound. So it's good to keep in mind that the ambient sounds are available as part of our meditation. And at times when we're feeling quite restless or antsy, agitated, it can be great to just open our awareness to the sounds, give the mind more space, even while we're practicing this connection with something relatively neutral. Then when we begin begin to feel a little spacey, perhaps, just bringing the attention back into our bodies. So I'd invite you now to settle back into your body and first just the feel of your body generally. And we can let the attention even move through our bodies. The body scan, head, shoulders, arms, hands, torso, legs, and feet. So this also is great at times when we're feeling agitated, restless, just keeping the attention in our bodies but letting the attention move through our bodies. It's the ordinary sensations, vibration, tension, pressure, softness, and so forth. And as we feel our bodies, it can be quite natural to notice the sensations connected with our ordinary breath, and the abdomen, the chest, the opening of our nostrils. And it can be good to kind of know where you're focusing the attention as you tune into the breath. It doesn't matter that much where, just knowing when the in-breath begins, when the out-breath begins, but it can be helpful to kind of know what we're doing. Meaning, It's like, okay, I'm going to try just keeping my attention in my belly, in my abdomen. Just know those sensations which tell me the in-breath is beginning, the out-breath is beginning. Or perhaps choosing the chest area or the opening of your nostrils. It does take effort, but it's a gentle effort. It's a continuous sort of patience, a willingness. But the the sort of effort that we make is uh, sort of unusual. We're asking ourselves to do something that is quite contrary to our normal habits insofar as we're directing our attention to something that doesn't need to be paid attention to and that isn't tending to draw our interest inherently. So the sensations tend to be neutral. That's a good quality of them for these purposes of cultivating concentration, quietness, clarity. (coughs) But it's kind of the right amount of effort is what we need. And we don't have to try too hard. So again, as we become more experienced, we get the hang of this. It takes some effort, but no need to overdo it. So we're asking ourselves to stay with something that's actually happening rather than drifting into the habits of our minds that are mulling over past or planning for the future. And again, these are not bad habits or activities, but for this meditation practice, we practice connecting with something that's actually happening. But we don't have to get too fine-grained about that. And so the idea of being in the moment or being in the present is um, something to be relaxed about. The the moments are going by very quickly. We can't actually break it down into this moment, this moment, this moment. And so one way to approach it is just to notice the breath as it begins, the in-breath, the out-breath as it begins. If we make sure we make those two connections, that's may be good enough. And one way to, that can help us is to use a quiet thought as we make those connections. A thought like in, just as the in-breath begins. Or the thought rising, if you're noticing the breath in the abdomen or the chest. Just a whisper. In. Arising just as the in-breath begins. And a quiet thought out or falling just as the out-breath begins. So we can use those quiet whispers to help us make the connection. And when we connect with the beginning of the in-breath, we tend to be there as it unfolds beginning of the out-breath, so we can kind of just stay with it as it unfolds and dissolves. In, out. So it gives our minds a little bit to do, that's helpful, a little structure, and, and yet if you find the labeling is, feels like more work than necessary, it probably is. So no need to continue. Just let the sensations be there. And then as you know very well, you know our minds will move away from the breath no matter how hard we try. And so at some point we'll realize that we've been drawn into a daydream or memory or plan. So that we include this, as we've discussed. We include it in the meditation. And one way to do that is, again, a quiet whisper, just recognizing the type of mental activity that has drawn us, daydreaming, Remembering, planning, just that quiet recognition. We don't have to chase the thoughts away, but we can include, recognize the type of thought, and then simply let it be and reconnect with the breath, in and out. So it's a structure, we don't have to be in a hurry. We might notice emotions. Often with thoughts, there is subtle emotions or maybe quite obvious emotion. Anxiety, excitement, joy, fear. And again, we can recognize the emotion. We don't have to be too analytical or precise. just that recognition. Feeling the emotion in our bodies. And again, without having solved, (coughs) without having solved anything, just reconnecting with the breath again, the next in breath, in. Maybe not the next one, but after a while. So we're not on the clock here, we're in a free space. And then with other sensations that draw our attention away from where we're trying to focus. So there's a noise that we're trying to stay with the breath but there's a noise that draws our attention. Just a quiet whisper hearing, just to include it, hearing. Back to the graph. <clears throat> And with all of these things there can be the flavors that Joanna has talked about, liking and disliking. And sometimes it'll be quite noticeable, so we can include that too and even include a quiet whisper. So we hear a sound and it's unpleasant in that moment, just hearing the flavor is apparent Disliking, back to the breath, In. out. A memory comes to mind, draws our attention. liking, disliking. The image of someone we have a crush on comes to mind. Seeing, seeing in our minds, seeing, liking. Seeing, liking. In. Out. But we're not in a rush, there's no hurry. I'll take a couple more minutes for this sitting. Even noticing one breath is not a small thing. Beginning of the in-breath. Beginning of the out-breath. And so forth. With you again. Um, <clears throat> so, as we as we meditate, we do use common sense, especially about how hard to try. And there also are places where our, our ordinary assumptions might lead us astray. And so, one of those areas is um, around. Um, Um, sleepiness, tiredness, drowsiness—so which is very normal in meditation. It's something we all encounter. And one of the areas where common sense can lead us astray is, you know, if we feel tired or drowsy, our, you know, it's the natural assumption is to to sleep, to rest. Uh, but there is a place here in the meditation for exploring something really different which is actually when I feel the tiredness, the drowsiness, to actually ratchet up the effort a little more and uh, try a little harder. And this can be done both physically in terms of the posture. So the response to feeling tired is to actually activate the posture, to stand up, to walk to move, and that's one reason that we alternate sitting with standing and walking meditation because it does tend to energize and help us balance the energy that we have. And then mentally, if I'm sitting and I start feeling sluggish, you know, that it's common, it happens to everyone, you know, where we are, and there's nothing wrong with it, it's it's part of, you know, there's something about being calm that is similar to sleeping, which is the mind is stable. But in our meditation, we want to also cultivate clarity, whereas sleep is sort of dull. And so one reason, one way to cultivate that clarity in our meditation when we don't really need to sleep is to ratchet up the effort just a little bit to try to make a more precise connection with what we're focusing on, such as the breath. So just ratchet up the effort a little to try to make a more precise connection when the in-breath is beginning, or when the out-breath is beginning. And for those of you with experience with this, I challenge you to explore that. And here the labeling can be helpful, just that quiet whisper in, just kind of dropping it right, like a, a raindrop falling in a pool, just in out and that can help us make that precise connection so we just try a little bit harder and then of course there will be those times where we're really restless and agitated and we're about to explode if the meditation goes on one more minute we will explode that feeling and that's a sign that we can loosen the situation we keep trying but instead of ratcheting up the effort we actually dial it back a little. And that's where we might, instead of trying harder, we try a little less hard, and just kind of let the, you know, maybe not, we still might stay with the breath, but we don't try so hard to get the precise beginning. We just kind of know, yeah, this is an in-breath, this is an out-breath. Or we even even let the attention just move through our bodies, like we've done, or just expand to sounds. So we can play with, balancing uh, the effort that we're making with the energy that we have. But we don't have to get it right, of course. It's just something that we can learn and and play with. So in the walking meditation, we also can use quiet labels. Uh, So some of you may want to explore this as we go to to walking now. so one way to do it would be when you're standing, just, you know, kind of recognition, standing, standing, shifting your weight. You might notice if you, when you push with your right foot, just right, left, right. It's just that moment when there's that, the push, left. And then turning it into walking, right, left, just as the right foot moves, right, left, or lifting, placing, lifting, placing. So these, these are ways to kind of help us just remember what we're doing. So we activate the mind a little bit to help us remember. And uh, it's just a tool. And so if you find that it gets annoying or it feels like it's too much work, just drop it, let it go. But then of course, even outside or in here doing the walking when seeing things, as Matthew mentioned yesterday, something draws our attention. The visual world is so rich for us as humans. You know, so quite naturally, something will draw our attention and just seeing, seeing. And uh, you might notice that flavor, liking, disliking. You're walking, there's a song that comes into your head Hearing, liking, right, left. that's still there hearing. I was getting old, disliking. right, so we just stay up well we don't have to get too busy, you know and uh, and sometimes that's misunderstood when we have the thoughts of being in the moment and not wandering into the past and the future. Um, it's a really gentle being in the moment. It's it's uh, not, we don't take it the, mo- the present moment too seriously. It's just being connected with stuff happening. And then we are in the moment good, well enough for our purposes. So we'll forego the question and answer period today. Tomorrow we'll have a more extended period. And I invite you to, just let your questions, if you have them, be part of your practice, but don't take them too seriously. And uh, some, some of the, the things that we can talk about um, are around this beautiful area of how the sort of thing that we're doing helps us make decisions and work out problems and so forth. And there is no question that what we're doing creates a space for creativity and for new ideas and for wisdom and for clarity, of even about what we want. So we tend to have habits and our minds go, minds go in habits and certain automatic routines. And so one of the wonderful things about what we're doing, it can seem so absurd at times, but one of the wonderful things about it is that just keeping things this simple pulls us out of these automatic routines so that there's a space for creativity and for insight into what I really want. And once we know that, then a lot of things can sort themselves out quite easily. But we don't have to make that the project, right? Just as we don't try to be calm, we just kind of gently do these exercises. Likewise, we don't have to try to be wise or try to Solve things. We just kind of enter into our experience really directly, and then that helps us open up. So this morning, finally, sorry if I'm lecturing too much. Um, I would invite you. They're different. You know, this is a form. These are there. There are lots of forms. Um, this morning, I would invite you to just enter into the standing and walking period all together, and then come back all together, and then we'll go out again all together, and then come back again all together. Okay, just as a form, as a group. So the, the first one of the first mornings I suggested just kind of doing it on your own, and that's great too. But today I would invite us all to do it together, and so during this standing and walking period we're all standing and walking, either in here or outside, when you hear the bell, you don't have to run back. And I invite you to notice when you hear the bell, kind of that shift of intention, what you're doing, right? Like, oh, it's time to go somewhere. So the mind shifts. We have a plan. And just notice that, but still stay connected with your body. Coming back in, we'll do a sitting together, and then another, and we'll go from there. Thank you for your practice. It is really, we're doing well. Uh, We don't grade you, though. But you're doing well, but we don't grade you. You're a tough crowd. (laughs) Have a good standing, walking period. Thank you.